Kevin. Hi, I'm Jack. This is good company. Wait, that's all wrong. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. Hi. <laughs> no, don't. I just told him. Uh, you guys, I know if you're listening, you can hear. Jack's, Jack's not a small guy, and he, he tends to just... So you're saying I'm fat. No, you're, 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 you're powerful. You're I'm powerful. a big dude, I know you, that. You tend to hit the table. I can't and, help it. I'm a very boisterous, loud... I use my hands a lot when I talk. And I just, I'm, I'm like, okay, don't hit the table. And what do you do, of course, if you tell Jack to not do I'll something... do something. That's the first thing I'm going to do. That's the first thing he's yeah, going to exactly. do. So. <laughs> anyway... Um, hey Jack, try not to hit this. Hey, do it. <laughs> Just go. Do it. Oh no, now you're not gonna do it. <laughs> I get it. Go ahead and hit the thing. Funny, fun. <laughs> Shit. The, I think the... the proper words would have been, Jack, hit the table. Why do you want me to hit the table, no, Kevin? Don't make all that noise. I don't want, Jack. I don't want you to hit the table anymore during this recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were doing one. We were just doing one. Maybe the one yesterday we were recording or whatever. And I, I was bumping the table for emphasis. And I know yeah. I was like, oh, oh man, because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a the table that the table in the we, studio. It's in, in the studio. It's a, it's a lovely wooden table, but it's it not like a, a much. It's not. It's not a solid. No, it's not table. solid. We'll, so, we, yeah. we will. We'll invest. Once Soda Stream comes on. Once Soda Stream invests in us. And we get a we yeah. get a designated recording table yes. with a SodaStream logo on the side. Oh of my it. God! Speaking of sponsors, <laughs> speaking no, no, of no, sponsors, no, no. we're not we're not talking about sponsors. It's just no. It's just speaking a, of sponsors, so Gucci just sent out. I I oh, I, I shit. don't know what you got that. Oh, you're so. Uh, oh, there's right. a there's a new Gucci campaign right now, and literally. Oh, every, I thought you got a letter from Gucci saying what what the fuck? No, are you no, 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 no. God, I wish. Are you kidding? To be rejected yeah, by Gucci? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, it's like Keith Partridge saying you have to go out with you. So uh, there's a new Gucci campaign out now. I'm not sure how old it is. I just saw it for the first oh, time. Oh, they're selling the old shit. Yes, I'll what? let you go. Right. right. So, so from Warehouse. And they have all these pictures of like the interior of a home and everything is that Gucci G pattern. Yeah. And I was like, I, think oh, it, I don't oh, get it. I was like, take my money. <laughs> I don't take my get money. it. Really, you I was literally like, were take my money. I would, I would, I would. I, I don't would, get it. But I, I, think it's funny I don't know do. why it's so appealing to me either. My mom didn't. My mom, she had a couple pieces, but it was not because you bought them for her, right. I think she had a leather bag back before a million mm. years ago, but. But uh, but it was plain. It didn't have G's on it. It was just it was oh, just leather. Can we put the link on the Facebook page to that thing that you showed me today, where the whole kitchen is done? In right, there? exactly. It's so, like a kitchen of so Gucci. How do I, you even do I that? I don't know, but I want it. I want it so bad. And and, and I sent him the pictures, and I was like, look at this chair. He's like, why would you? Why? I don't, you, I don't, don't get, get it. Because he always says, I don't. And I wish I knew why it is so appealing to me. Because I, I, I there's there's not that many things I get that worked up. About, Gucci's and that is one, one of them. them. Gucci, one of them is one of them. It always and, has and, been. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's, uh, and, and your Jeep Wagoneer. My, my Wagoneer. But um, 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 uh, I did notice on the Gucci, on the real... I talked about Gucci. Okay, this is all I'm going to say, and then I'm not going to say anything. So the actual Gucci website now yeah. sells vintage stuff. It had stuff from the 70s and the 80s. And you were like, were they going into a warehouse? I wonder. I, I think what it is is they have found new... It's called new old stock. Right. So it's something that's been in a warehouse or been in shipping or been in storage or something. So it's a brand new item, but 
that's never been used or worn. And I think I'm assuming that's what it is. Right. Who was the guy who was murdered in Miami Beach by what? Versace. His name? Yes. Is yeah. Versace ever part of Gucci? I don't. Did think he ever work so. for Gucci? I don't. He possibly. See, I don't know that stuff. All right. Is Versace cool? Yeah. Is it Gucci cool? It's, it's a different per, it's thing. It's personal taste. Okay. Right. Good, Versace's bright. It's lots of bright color. When I think of Versace, I think of bright colors and really scriptive. It looks very Italian. Okay. It's so funny but to the, say that. It looks very Italian. But Gucci looks very Italian, right? Well, Gucci... Uh, it's just G's. It's okay, just G's everywhere. Yeah, and then this is all personal taste. And I'm not a snob about this kind of stuff. Meaning, like, if you, you know, I have Gucci. That's not, no, right. I just like it. Okay. It's just something that I like. Because it can be perceived as, oh, look at you, blah, blah. Or you're trying to be, a, no, I just really, just really like it's just something I've always liked. And it, when I discovered it in, what, like, junior high. Right. And I was, and my mom's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And when they started selling Gucci in Park. Parkersburg uh-huh. at Stone and Thomas. <laughs> I was there, man. There was a harp and champagne and the accessory, the Gucci accessory collection in the 80s. Oh, my God. I, I was on the right. register and I bought a couple of things. So I was in the register. Uh, I love it. I love it. Star, you, you are a very it's funny so, teenager. I, it was, uh, Parkersburg weird. didn't I'm deserve so, you. I'm so weird. <laughs> and I look back. I'm such a weirdo. I know. But I, but it's what I like. So it doesn't really. I don't care what other people think. Nothing wrong with I that. Like. Uh, Versace was murdered. Yes. You know who else was murdered? Who? Tonight's subject. Oh, well, that's kind of what one. we right talk in, about. Right? right? Forensic Files. Oh, oh, we actually have the title tonight? You're not yep. going to screw with me? No, no, no. Uh, Forensic, Forensic Files. files. We always have the title. It's a uh, cold case that we don't. Forensic Files. Season 9. Season 9. Episode 6. Episode 6. Burning Desire. Burning Desire. So if Green Bay couldn't get any worse, this Oof. happens in February <laughs> in Green Bay, and it's in 1997, which was a good year for me, a bad year for a lot of people. I was living here. So Lola Cater is driving to her daughter's home to check on her. She hasn't heard from her. She gets to her house, and she realizes something's wrong. She gets the doors locked. She lets her, the doors unlocked. She lets herself in. There's been a fire that was only in that part of the house. Everything is covered with soot. Everything's covered with soot. So everything in the house is covered with soot. And she, well, here we go. It was just totally black. Just totally full of soot. I couldn't find Sandy and I ran all over that house calling for her. And then I saw that she was on the couch. She was totally burned. Sandy was just 40 years old. Sandy Malone. Uh, Sandy's husband... Maloney, sorry. Sandy's husband, John Maloney, is here, and he has an accent, and so does this kid. And I'm going to... Anytime there's a section where there's a Wisconsin accent, I'm playing the bit, whether it's relevant or not, just because I love that shit. I love that Midwestern accent. What? Just, you betcha, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, Even, that, yeah, okay. I'm yeah, just yeah. going to play it. No, that's the bears. The bears. Sandy lived alone because those two had separated. They deduced that the fire had started at 6.30 because the, uh, the clock, clock had melted. melted. Which is, uh, in, it, it, when the Hero bomb went off in Hiroshima... They're like all of the, all these the clocks, all the and clocks watches, around yeah. the city are all, and those are macabre collectors things. Yes. If you want to, like Hiroshima. Oh yeah. Speaking of macabre things, remember you showed me the website where it's stuff that belonged to murderers. Yes. Yes. And he found he. I don't know how he found it, but he found there's there's a. I w- I don't even want to say it. Say I don't know its name. I would tell you, but it's not. Don't I don't want to promote it. that. No. But there is a website out there that 
has that has uh, things that belong Ghoulish to things ephemera from murderers. From murderers, and one of them was our girl Dorothea Puente, and it was a handwritten recipe for a zucchini tart. Some sort of a yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that is that is, and, and it was going for 250 bucks. And you, I lay odds someone's gonna buy it. Yeah, it's creepy. It's just, and it, it was letters from the BTK killer. Yeah, you I know those were going for like you I, know that's Dennis I, Rader. I don't understand that. Most, I don't understand why you would want something like that it's well you know what i mean people are fucked up oh well i'm fucked up but i don't want stuff like that i mean because because i'm thinking like you know there's a lot of nazi memorabilia yeah. oh yeah that's and highly collected i was with john and jessica in pittsburgh and we were going through an antique store uh-huh. and we walked around like a corner and then there was like this whole case of nazi memorabilia and you couldn't make <laughs> enough excuses no wait what well, because your local town had the stuff. No, Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh, I thought you said Pittsburgh. Parkersburg. And of course, Jessica was like, "Up, oh, look at the, look at the little column of hate over there. Look at the little column <laughs> of hate." But it was, I was like, it was like a museum. I was pushed up against the glass, like, "Oh my it god!" Is, it's fascinating stuff. I told you that my family had, my family had a bit of Nazi history, and certain people in my Why family. Why would you tell anybody? Well, they they I didn't, and and the stuff that they had was. Certain people sold it in the 70s and 80s to buy drugs, so we don't have the stuff anymore, which is fine because we shouldn't have had it in the first place. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm a little confused and I don't want explanations. Okay, so, yeah, let's keep going. So they deduced the fire started at 6:30. Lean on your Irish side. I'm gonna that's, go. I'm that's gonna a go lot that. less. You know. <laughs> oh, it's created <laughs> Irish Spring manly, yes, but I like it too. <laughs> Joe, I remember Joe doing that in the cafeteria in high school. It's like, Irish Spring, we're all sitting around, apropos of nothing, which yes. was his style. Man, yes, but I like it too. Oh, that's very funny. You know, a little bit of a gay joke in the 80s, edgy. Well, you know. <laughs> so they, they can tell from the distinctive V pattern on the wall behind the couch right. where the fire started. Forensic fires. The fire, forensic fire forensic. investigators, yeah. yes. But like what they can tell from the way the smoke patterns and things, I think it's fascinating. And they show... The V pattern. They're like, the fire started here, here because the flames went up. The fire was limited to the living room because the oxygen... Which I don't understand that, the, but okay. That house wasn't drafty. Remember you said your dad, the house was drafty? The yeah. one on Bird Island Road? or uh, No, in 916, the house in West Virginia. And he yeah. said it was breezy? Yeah, is... is, is uh, uh, yeah, br- uh, no. Uh, drafty or dra- breezy? Breezy. It was breezy. This house was not breezy. Yeah, yeah. This house was airtight. So... There was not enough available air. Once the once the oxygen in the living room was burned up, there was not enough air coming in from the outside, and the the living room died out. Before you get into that, the way the house was now this is this is negative towards the victim, mm-hmm. but the way it was described, she was a windows closed and shut kind of person where she sat inside and smoked cigarettes all day. Yeah. So like, she was depressed. She was, she was depressed. With she had a lot of issues and stuff. But like that. the pictures of the tables and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you could just see she never. Like and they were saying her family said she never left the house. Yeah, she and, and, and investigators found a ton of vodka bottles yeah, and, yeah. and overflowing cigarette butts. James Munger, he's a PhD, he's a fire protection consultant, and take it, James. A lot of overflowing ashtrays, uh, cigarettes that had just been laid down on tabletops and, and phone books that literally burnt themselves out in scorched surfaces. So the response community, cops, firemen, they know Sandy. Her husband is, her ex-husband is a cop. Sandy heard her back in the early 90s, and 
she became addicted to pain pills, which is, I think, a common gateway for a lot of people who have their shit together and they have something like that happen. I think that's that pharmacies, uh, pharmaceutical that's, companies yeah. are being held accountable for now. Well, that's like why opiate. it's so hard to get when you have serious uh, health, like surgeries and stuff like that. It's so hard to get the hard stuff you used to get very easily. Right. Well, because like, the opioid ec- epidemic back in your home state of West Virginia. Oh, good lord! Right? But I think that's more meth, though, isn't it? Like no, no, meth, no, meth? opiate, opiates. No, 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 no. The West Virginia medical, the West Virginia love call. That's from Wild and Wonderful, shaking a thing full of... um, uh, That's not funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's from the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. That's not funny. It's not funny, but that's that's what happened to her. And so John says it totally changed. (laughs) You didn't hear that? That's not funny. That's the West Virginia love call, shaking a thing. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. (laughs) But down by Charleston, which is south of where you are. You've been to Charleston. John, anyway, said that once she started to spiral with the painkillers and then the drinking... It just totally changed who she was. Uh, you know, his sweetheart from when he was yeah. younger. She and, and this happens all the time. It's heartbreaking. So in the divorce, John naturally gets the kids. And, and they that- were showing all these pictures of her as a mom with the kids. And she looks vibrant and loving, like a, you know, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And then, so I, I'm assuming that the oldest kid was around 12-ish yes. when all this went Correct. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And that only, that must have made her addiction worse, you know? Uh, not that you're going to lose your kids if you don't pull out of it. It doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? Well, but... Do you if, know what I'm saying? I like, understand what you're saying, That's but not how addiction works. I... Yeah, right. But she, if she's really lost as an addict, and this is me talking Adam, like, and we're not parents, so yeah, I'm not parents. I don't know. Yeah, but if she's really lost to her addiction, mm-hmm. she's probably like, oh, good, I don't have to deal with the kids. Oh, you think so? Yeah, a true addict, yeah. like true, because she doesn't have the responsibility. I she feel, only gets them on visitation. I don't They're know, not there I, all I, the time. I, I saw the in, in the stuff on the on the show. Yeah, I saw the exact opposite. She loved those kids. Well, I'm and not. Then to there's lose no. Them. Now we're not saying that. She, I didn't no, 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 say no, no, that. No, we're speculating. We're speculating. Uh, but I'm saying I'm sure she loved them. But in a way, the responsible adult has the kids. So every night when I go to bed at night, I can get hammered if I want to before I go to bed because I'm not responsible for those kids. Yeah. Now, I'm saying a, a real addict. Uh-huh. That's the way the real addict's going to think. All right. Well, here's her mom. There was arguing and John was just swearing and just angry all the time and Things got worse all around. That house was like it was going to explode. Her mom's got the best accent, and she was. Uh, and her she, mom looked so Wisconsin. She was so yeah. She was very in, in that a, in Midwest a sweater and a yeah. Just and she very, was a tiny yes, little thing, and she yes, was skinny. Yes, yes. Um, this is obviously what we all think happened. She got drunk. She passed out. One of her cigarettes lit the couch up, and it burned up. That's what started the fire. But they, of course, did due diligence. Wisconsin, I'll tell you what. People from the Midwest, you can rely on them to follow up on their shit. <laughs> not, not that New Jersey wouldn't have done an autopsy on, a, on, a, on this victim. But I'm just saying, they did an autopsy, and what they found was not consistent, consistent with what happened. Not at all. What, what it looked like. Yes. Sandy's blood alcohol level was 0.25, more than twice the legal limit in Wisconsin. Forensic pathologists, for the most part, do not consider a blood alcohol level to be in the lethal range until it gets up above 0.4, especially in someone that was a chronic drinker. So that was Gregory Schmunk. He's an MD, he's a medical examiner, and 
Her blood alcohol level is only 0.25. This is one of the things I don't understand in these. Okay, so I, I don't know what is and isn't the legal limits and stuff like that. I don't know the numbers, even though I've had experience with well, them. But I don't, I don't know the numbers. So 0.04 I, is uh, legal for, it's got to be under 0.04 in Virginia, most states, 0.04. But if you're home and you're sitting by your TV and you are and yeah. you have anything over that, right? Well, I hate every time we hear it said on the TV, her blood blood alcohol content was 0.25 she's not driving she's yeah. sitting at home fine back off absolutely you know. uh so 0.04 is let's just say four is legal limit okay um 12 is i i know i've driven at a 12 i know i have oh, that, i definitely uh 27 <laughs> funny i'm sorry <laughs> but 27 yeah let's just and i have the paperwork to prove it you know that was no yeah 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 <laughs> That's a joke based on my own personal experience. I know. 0.04, okay. though, is you, you, that, that's like maybe two beers over the course of an hour for a 160-pound man. Good for them. You know, Moms Against, uh, what was it? Uh, moms drunk, against, mad. Mad. Moms Against right? Well, no, you shouldn't be drinking and driving, drinking period. And driving, but it's a sliding scale. A, yes. a, 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 an accomplished drinker can have a, a blood alcohol level of point, you know, one four, and be competent to drive. That's not how it works. You have to make a minimum threshold. Everybody has to subscribe to it. She's at 0.27. The legal limb, the what most, the, the medical community, you have to be at 0.4. Half of 1% of your blood has to be alcohol to be, have it be approaching lethality. You know what I mean? Isn't it 1.4? No, no, no. 0.4. Okay. So it's 0 .0, 0 0.04 for driving. She was at 0.27. Which is just drunk, but not lethal. Lethal is at 0.4, and if you are a seasoned drinker, it's usually much higher than that, 0 0.7, 0 0.8, 0.9. They very quickly realized she didn't die from alcohol intoxication, and she didn't die from the fire. When a person dies as a result of a fire, their carbon monoxide levels are usually up 70% uh, or higher. Uh, so the carbon monoxide levels of Sandra Maloney at the time of death were consistent with her being dead prior to the fire. Her carbon dioxide level in her blood is only 8%. It should have been more like 70 or higher if she had actually died in the fire and was inhaling soot. Right. It's less than 8%. That's probably from her just being a heavy smoker. She was dead before the fire started. There's no soot in her throat and she's face down. That's not normal. Right. They say that even when you are passed out drunk, you know, yes. 0 0.2, 0 0.3, whatever, your basic brainstem function will make you turn your face over to breathe. You pass out drunk, whatever, you're still a bit of a caveman, you're going you're gonna to roll over. You won't just lie down and then suck right, the, right, the, right. the way that was. So they also discover bruising on her back and on her neck, which is consistent with somebody getting on top of her and holding her down. This was pre-mortem. This was before she died. These right. bruises occurred before she was killed. And they had they had the pictures, and they had a chart, and they had a drawing, and all kinds of and stuff. And they yeah. also discover a vertical wound on the back of her head. Not horizontal, like if she had maybe fallen back and hit her head on the ground. It was vertical. There was a broken porcelain ashtray that was on the thing. They think that might have been the weapon that the what I, at this point, are assuming uh, Johnny's girlfriend hit her with. But she was hit with something. Right. Then they think she was assaulted. So in the basement, 
of the house. She's now only in her bra and panties. In the basement, in the laundry room, they find her bloody shirt. Which didn't make any... Because when I when I heard that initially, when I heard... I thought, well, she's injured herself and she took the blouse off because it had blood all over Yeah. No, no, no. That's what I thought. That makes sense, but that's not right. what happened. So when they go back now... They find a book of matches under a cloth. As they're, the, the scene is still pretty pristine. They've, they've removed her, but they've left everything. As they're now picking it apart, they find a book of matches under a cloth. They find wadded up toilet paper stuck in the Tissues, couch. Yeah, yeah. And these are called trailers. These trailers that I saw on the couch and in front of the couch indicated to me that whoever committed this crime had some uh, at least fundamental knowledge of fire and how fire burned and what methods to use to carry fire from one place to another. So this knowledge of how fires start throws suspicions on her ex-husband, John, but he has an alibi. And I have to admit, at this point, the way the they presented, the Forensic Files presented this, Burning Desire, and they showed the picture of the girlfriend, I was like, she did it. I'm un- uh, operating under the supposition that she did it. That's how I want I to... I have research. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, reenactment John looks reasonably like it. Did you think? <laughs> what did you think? Pretty good I, I was a little confused because there was a lot of real videotape. Yeah. And I was having The trouble. reenactment guy is not bad. Not great. Yeah, you know, okay. they can do better. Well, They've done uh, better. Okay. <laughs> well, so John's just taken an arson training course at work, which uh, really makes him look fishy. Back at the scene, investigators notice a pattern in the charred carpet that looks like there was a fluid poured on the carpet in front of the couch. They take some samples from the scene and they send it to the Wisconsin State Criminal Lab. And I wanted to point out, I like how states own their criminals. It's not to, they, they don't send it to a federal lab. Like when um, murder comes to Martingham, right. when they have that stuff, they send it to the Maryland State Crime right. Lab. And and because I never think of states having authority. Well, a lot of states have state bureau investigations. Right, Kansas Bureau of Investigation. Right, right. right. Most the states, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So they do that. So I'm like, good on you, states. You, you know, you own that part of your crime. <laughs> a gas chromatograph, which is a, a piece of equipment that can actually look for the individual components inside gasoline, kerosene, etc. And they get uh, basically a tracing. Right? Looks like kind of like an EKG up and down lines. But those peaks to the forensic chemist mean different things, mean different particular chemical components. So that's our, I think that audio clip was our first reference. That was a, a forensic chemical, whatever, whatever. Right. But we used the forensic because right, 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 it's right. a forensic file. It's forensic. So yeah, it was probably, the reason it didn't show an accelerant like gasoline or kerosene didn't show up, it was probably vodka. He just but, grabbed her vodka bottle. But the, so the two things about that that were a little weird to me is one, you would be able to smell it if it didn't burn. Right. And two, why didn't it burn? But if I, it was all. But, co- oh, it did. I think the area where her body was, that whole theater was burned up. It was just once it got further out into the living room and into the rest, it wasn't. So wherever the vodka was poured, all of that went up. That that whole part of the scene was toast. Well, I'm not trying to. I'm not. Try- I'm sure there's more than one. As I casually look down at my fingernails, <laughs> not making eye contact with anybody. Oh wait. I'm sure there's many of vodka. Eye contact. A you vodka make eye contact spell. With me right now. <laughs> I'm sure there's many a vodka spill in my carpet in my living room. But you don't smoke. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but uh- you can't kill me that way. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You're safe. So now motive is divorce proceedings were happening. And what w- what was going to go down was John was going to have to give her $400 a month alimony. He was going to give her half her pension. And he was going to have to give her half of his assets. 
and whatever. But now we hear. But, but uh, the way when they were talking before you get into the girlfriend, but the way he, that it was described, that wasn't the issue. The issue was the care of the children. That's what I took from that. I the, he didn't seem to be complaining so much about the amount of money. It was the inconsistency with his kids, where the safety for the kids over at her place, her getting the kids, him taking the kids over there. Because they said that at some point, the only time they really had any problems was when there was the kid exchange. They would always get into an argument of some sort. Is that what you do? No, no, no. This was on the this was on the oh, show okay. show. So I, from, I I could see him being frustrated with. No, her. no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but that didn't on the on the forensic files. That didn't seem to be the you know I'm sick of paying this money to this woman. It no, was, no, no, it was more the treatment of the kids. It was, that's what I took out of it. Okay, okay. But I, now I was, they introduced okay, the girlfriend. This makes sense because I was going into this with it's not him, it's not her, it's who we meet now and Tracy Hill, Hillenbrand, and I thought Tracy Hillenbrand was the killer. Be the way Forensic Files presents well, it. Well, in my research... Well, let's there, wait till the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of... Okay, but, investigators now go back to her and tell her that she could be arrested as an accessory to the crime, murder. So she pretty quickly changes her story. Oh, we didn't talk about this earlier. He says, I have an alibi. The night all this happened, I'm home, I'm with my girlfriend. And my the kids. kids saw me there. She says, yeah, we were there, blah, 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 blah. So all of this has gone down. They come back to her. They're like, are you sure? And she's like, well, and they're like, because you could be charged as an accessory. No, actually, I took a nap. I don't know where he was. He showed up later. He was acting funny, and he smelled like smoke. His girlfriend, Tracy, did point out uh, some nervous behavior, some shaking when he was back at the residence, and uh, also some smell of smoke on his person. She agrees to wear a wire, and she questions John about the murders, but he denies everything. Well, but but the way he questions, from what I got from the show, every time she questions him when she's got a wire on, he's like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. The but, only time the video, the, 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 the wire got weird was this video that... Okay. Okay, me, we're me, getting me, ahead. I'm let, getting let ahead. Let I'm sorry, I get ahead. Okay. She even said he smelled like smoke. So now she said, she agrees to wear a wire. We just hear background noise. Every time she brings up the murders, he denies it, he denies it, he denies it. But about a year later, they're in Vegas, and she's not giving up on this. Now she's actually got a video camera turned on in the corner of the room. By the police force in Las Vegas. Right. And this is where it gets bonkers. It's July of 1998, and we get hotel room footage where he's losing his shit. And... They're staying at the Flamingo, where Donnie Marie had a long-running show. Oh. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Um, yeah, it ran that ran for like 15 years. The Good Donnie Marie them. show, they had three showings. There was a show at one, there was a show at five, and there Oof. was a show at seven. The That's one at seven was the most expensive. That's and you can do a meet and greet. Well, yeah, you can pay for any of that mm -hmm. if you're willing to pay for it. Would you meet and greet Donnie Marie? Sure. Who would you rather meet? What do you mean, Donnie or Marie? Yeah. Marie. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you ever find that photo? No. The one of her? No. She was, just told she was too fat? No. <laughs> and, I'm, and this is, it's not a daily look at this point, but it's still like, where's that picture? <laughs> so the video from the uh, hotel room is pretty, well, I, it's shocking. He's, he's really aggressive with her. Well, see, in my research, according to him and the date stamp, it's filmed at like 3, 34 o'clock yeah, in the he, morning. She woke him up in the middle she of the night. She woke him up in the middle of the night. Him. Yeah. So he's like, 
probably had been drinking. Yeah. And again, if you listen to the tape, he's not admitting to anything. But he does eventually. Yeah, she says, so it was a mistake? He's like, yeah, it was a mistake. You just went over to talk to her? Yeah, I just went over. And then you got mad at her? He's like, I got mad at her because I wanted her to be at court tomorrow, and she's never missing court dates. But So it was an accident. You didn't mean to kill her. I didn't mean to kill her. He All that's on that tape. Did you not see that? I guess I missed that part. But no, I, he admits ag- it. Again. And then there's... then then the It's context. So, right. you know, he might not have been answering it like that because... Okay, go, keep going. Well, no, no, no. They come in and they, they fly him back to Wisconsin. Right. You see him getting off of the plane in Manacles. Right. And, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, so during all that time, they're still together, mm-hmm. and she's been pressing him about this. It seems like they had a really toxic relationship. Uh, he yeah, seems I like don't, bad news. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. He seems like very bad news. And again, I don't realize so many of these things. I know you know it, but I don't realize that he's actually in prison in scrubs. Oh, while he's doing immediately. Because at first I was like, what is he in a law office? I, I, and then like, I was like looking at it and, and I was like, he's in the library in the prison. No, it's a backdrop. Uh, no, no, no. It's a, that That's the prison library. It looked like a backdrop no, to me. Okay. But I couldn't understand why he kept defending himself. And he's like, I had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, well, you, you well, eventually get off. It's your girlfriend who did that's it. That's what I thought thought too that was that's very interesting because the whole time I'm like well obviously he's not in jail he was in jail he was in jail his defense team is shitty they pretty much acknowledge that the prosecution has a really strong case they want to lay it on his girlfriend Tracy witnesses and everything she had means if she gets rid of him then you know Johnny doesn't lose half his pay you know all, all that all that goes away right. but so I'm with you forensic chemist guy the defense says it wasn't John it was Tracy blah 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 we didn't get any that so i don't know what that was i think i was under still under the in my notes in my notes i still think i'm under the impression i still haven't come to the realization right. that john did it and i'm like okay. well that was kind of mean of you investigator <laughs> or whatever and i'm like wow well, we didn't get so they convict him and send him to jail i'm like wait he's innocent it's the girlfriend and i just now realized he actually did do it and all of that stuff is I correct don't, i well i don't know so in my research i discovered a website that i had not found before called Murderpedia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Murderpedia is I've never found it. Never, the first, you've never I, the Murderpedia? first time I found it, There's I did not. There's a great soda called Coca-Cola. <laughs> you know what? And in this, there, there, there's a lot on this. There's a whole, you know, section about him. And there's this one here. Here, wait, 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 wait. Let me get to it. Oop. The wife's best friend yeah. was there at the house. Her her uh, fingerprints were in the shower and there in the house. Mm-hmm. She was never questioned. It was She was never part of anything. Right. So she was there that night. Oh, and we glossed over the nonsense right. about the house keys. Right. Oh, God. Uh, there, there was, was a thing o- about the house keys, too. They tried to do the thing. He's like, he had a house key. and But he every- didn't have a house key. He yeah, said he, he didn't, didn't have a house key. Oh. So uh, according to according to the investigation, there was an electrical cord found hanging in the basement that was uh, set up like a noose. Shit. And uh, uh, was never examined for blood, hair, or any other uh, trace transfer evidence. Uh, blood found throughout the basement has not been subjected to an- analysis. So they haven't said it has you know, anything to do with that- her or him. This is on the internet. So I'm not sure the accuracy of okay. this. Crime Creek Reconstruction Series have so far made no attempt to account for any of the evidence found in the basement. Wow. Well, so, I, you know, so to me, it, to me, it seemed like what I was trying to 
to say earlier, she was injured, and and then the murder happened later. The the injure the the gouge in the back of her head had nothing to do with her murder. Something else had happened. Oh, uh, you you know that's what I thought. There's a million different things, but of course, um, blood in the basement. If she's got addiction issues, she's probably had a lot of falls, bloody noses, and things that could account for that. This is you know speculating wildly. I think it's a pretty open and shut case with him actually having done it, and I and I don't think the girlfriend then saying you know actually he was acting weird and he was gone but i i thought the way forensic files they, threw me a, a you know this, a this was a weird one none of her medications were recognized documented collected or cataloged oh say, shitty say police the, work yeah yeah no tests were identified to uh identify her stomach contents no tests were conducted to determine the plausibility of the fire being caused by a lit cigarette no tests were done well, they just weird. went by what this is according now this is according to the internet oh okay. no and i i don't have it here because I'm not sure where I let where where I put it because I'm not good at taking notes uh-huh. is that the girlfriend whose name is Tracy 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 signed a I'll help you nail him if I get immunity so she 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 got immunity and Ooh, that's there was cold. something about there was something about oh see my notes I wish I was better taking notes this is why I was not a good student um is that why? she said she said when Sandra's body was found uh-huh. and it was said oh because if you were involved in the murder you would think everything got burned up yeah and when they said oh the house was pretty damaged but it didn't oh was the, no it wasn't burned up and she apparently had a freak out and said oh my god are they gonna find my hair okay the yeah. girlfriend said this yeah this is docu this was this well, was on one of the things him or whatever what the hell would she no none of her body hair should, should be, be in, there yeah, in the, yeah. In the, so now we don't. I of course have no idea what I'm talking about. This yeah. is all stuff I found on the You're internet. The internet. <laughs> exactly from the internet. You're the face of the internet. And let's uh, speculate wildly, Joan Calamazzo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Uh, oh my God! What if they find my hair there? And her friend said, "Why would they find your hair? You've never been there." Ooh. So that was one of the things that one of her friends came yeah. forward and said, Tracy looked just as bad as John, and she's trying to push it off on him. Uh-huh. And Oh, you know what? I think Forensic Files was throwing a little shade on her because I right. think that the thing is, she knows a little more about this than, than we're supposed to think. She's not. Right. Tracy's declined all interviews. Yeah. And the first day of the testimony, she showed up in a sweater and pearls with perfect makeup. The next day, and for the rest of the court case, her clothing was rumpled, and there were dark circles under her her eyes oh well you know you don't show up looking like a million bucks to a murder trial exactly honey. we've learned that right yes yeah, <laughs> and yeah, we've yeah. learned nothing jack the jury never <laughs> heard why in the middle of the night tracy had tried to leave town and the police had put up an all points bulletin for her because she she was a, a federal employee of some sort had a gun and everything wow. i think she's irs wow i think she was irs Mind and of course alone. like i'm so bad with my notes I'm you so are bad with you gotta get that I know, I'm horrible. I'm looking through my notes and I'm doing poorly. The oldest son, who was, even though he was a teenager, he was still, you know, almost Uh adultish. Uh He... My he, dad has nothing yep. to do with this. My mom, I love my mom. Yeah, yeah. But is my yeah. mom fell because she because of her addictions, yep. the relationship, and that's why they fought. And because the because her Sandy's mother's it. like all they did was fight. Yep. All they did was, well, you yep. know, I would be fighting too over something like that. Yeah, his sister Ginny is now has uh, custody of the custody kids. of the children. Well, they're grown now. This is well, yeah, this well, is, yeah. But, but I mean, then, at the time, she got him. Yeah, and she's also working constantly to try to free her brother. She thinks. The sister thinks 
that something else is going on and the truth is never going to be known. So Sandy knows the truth and she's dead. That's what there's a lot of people who are like, there's more to this story that didn't come out or wasn't made public or whatever. And the girlfriend, because she signed that immunity clause, she's, you know, and I couldn't find anything on her. So, but that, wow. Murky shit up there in green Bay. I know. Is that close to Haydenville or whatever that other place is? No, it's not. But what's the, you know, know the place I'm talking about? What's the the murder capital place in Illinois? Carbondale. Carbondale. (laughs) I said Haydenville. What did I say? It's close to Carbondale. Well, well, I don't want to go to Carbondale. Green Bay. And, um, to end this on a high and funny note. Uh Uh-oh. Remember the time you finished your test early and you said, your teacher said, you're talking about being a bad note taker yeah. and all that stuff and a student and stuff. Yeah. This is funny. Long time listeners. Jack, okay, go over, Jack, and sit quietly in the corner and read. What happened? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love this. So the, the reason this is funny to me is you're like that- like 10 or something. At, no, no, no. This is junior high. Oh, shit. And and uh, <laughs> in my English teacher, her name was Miss Hughes. Hi, Miss Hughes. Hi, Miss Hughes. I'm, I'm assuming she's married and moved Does on Mindy with Munch life. Does Mindy those guys know her? They all probably had her as well. Okay. And she was young. She was a young, hip teacher. You know, cool. she was young. She was cool. And- uh, <laughs> Big it, chunky beaded necklace. She wore a lot of Agner. That's that was her thing. She was known because she wore what's, a lot of Agner. What is that? It's a leather. Com- it was popular in the. <laughs> never mind. Anyway, like Pulitzer. <laughs> kind of that along those lines. Anyway, she was kind of cool. So if you finished your work and stuff, you had there was she had a, a small library you could pick books out. Uh-huh. And of course, me being me, I always picked something that was funny. And you were done with the test early because so, you didn't know what you were doing. You're right, like, I, don't I know never. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I would read these books, and of course, inevitably, I would start. getting giggling or laughing and it would disrupt the other kids and she'd be like jack would you play so it was towards the end of the school year we had one of those fun days where we we're playing games and stuff and we were doing imitations she was like you got to imitate things uh-huh. oh she imitated and you. miss hughes imitated me yeah. and everybody in the class is like that's jack that's jack that's jack and you're a little flattered right well i was a little flattered but i was also like i don't do that but, you know yeah, so. anyway anyway thanks uh, awful murder funny kid anyway you're mrs hughes you were miss hughes she miss, was nice is she so anyway, now i have no idea that was uh, 50 years ago go on the google oh i don't well anyway, anyway. thanks for coming with us thanks a this. lot and, and uh, uh poor, yeah yeah au revoir vase i don't i say au revoir vase you're not sick anymore i, I don't feel sick i'm so little driving don't even drive good night everyone good night good night good night